Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today's topic is 10 Ways to Improve Your Writing. Oddly enough... I ran into someone who wants to write books and magazine articles, but feels uneasy about writing for others. I assured the gentleman that if he has a point of view that he'd like to share, there would be a receptive audience to read it. He went on to tell me that he didn't know if he would be able to effectively convey his thoughts in words. I acknowledged his concern and gave him a few tips on how to have confidence in his writing with a few tips and tricks. There's always room for improvement as a writer. And here is the countdown to improve your written words. Let's start with number 10. (laughs) Write with enthusiasm. Yeah, Don't be afraid to show your enthusiasm for a topic. Any topic that you're writing about. This will make your writing more enjoyable and help keep your readers engaged. Because if if you're not passionate about it, why should the reader be enthusiastic about reading the next sentence? They have to be you have to be able to uh, convey that in your writing, your enthusiasm, your excitement about the piece, whether it's a magazine article or a chapter in a book. Number nine. Use simple language. You don't have to use 25 cent words. Now, you're not, you, the basis of your writing, if it's not for scholars, then you don't have to be scholarly when you're writing, okay? Keep your sentences short and to the point. You avoid the jargon and technical language and focus on using language your audience can easily understand. You know, some, some people, they go off on a diatribe about this, that, and the third, and they use colloquialisms and all that stuff, and it's not even necessary to get their point across. So keep it simple. Number eight, of course you edit in your proofread, okay? Make sure you edit your work and read it over several times to catch any of your errors or typos. Also for flow, you want to make sure what you're saying flows so that you don't lose Um, your audience, your reader. And consider having others read it to get feedback because your particular audience that you're writing for, it could get lost in translation what you're trying to communicate. So if you have an outside reader um, and if they can get it and it flows, then you know um, the audience that you're trying to capture with the piece or the chapter um, will get it as well okay we're at number seven avoid cliches okay using cliches can make your writing sound dull and unoriginal and it's just like you know have you ever seen a movie and you kind of know what's going to happen next well that's what happens when you use cliches 
it, it just rolls off the tongue of the person who's reading it because they already know that's the phrase you're going to use um, next. And you don't want to do that. You know, try to be creative with your word choice so that it can always be interesting and a surprise to your reader. Okay? Number six, use active voice. Now, I have a bone to pick with this using active voice situation, but you should use active voice. Your writing will be more direct and concise. But mm, I don't know. I'm going to, I struggle with this because lots of times things have already happened in certain scenes or they're about to happen or something happened that predicated what's happening in the scene. And so sometimes it comes out, lots of times it'll come out as passive, but you're supposed to be using active voice. You know, it, it makes your, supposed to make your writing more, uh, it gives people more opportunity to engage with your writing. But I'm going to be very honest. I struggle with that active voice um, scenario. And I I can't say that too many people complain. Um, any of my readers, too many of my readers have ever complained about that. Um, they might have uh, complained about other things like, oh, if you could have just told me more backstory about Brenda, or if you could have gave me more backstory about Richard. Um, and so I've been doing that more. You know, I listen to my readers, but ooh, I struggle with the active voice. I spend lots of times rewriting and rewriting for active voice. I know it basically sounds like common sense, but it's all in your approach, how you approach these things. Many who write claim they apply these steps when setting out to create a written communication and usually miss quite a few of what I've talked about thus far. And that's just half of the list. It's just half. I'm going to continue with the list of more ways to improve your writing right after this. With all that's going on in the world, kids don't really have a voice. Self-expression is on the back burner and it needs to come to the forefront. Journaling is the answer. A new journal for kids called What's Happening Today, created by Janice Elliott Howard, is available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Get your copy today for the kid in your life so that they can document what's happening today. Florida meets Thaddeus by chance. He calls her gorgeous and she calls him handsome. Their connection is magical as the relationship blossoms. In Florida's mind, he's going to be her forever. But Thaddeus can't fully commit. He betrays her. The twinkle in her eye dims and the hurt grows. After a time of soul-searching, acceptance, and adjustment, Florida realizes that she can and will do better. Get the ebook, All Better, written by Janice Elliott Howard, coming soon to everywhere ebooks are sold. One day, Britta decides that she needs a fresh start. A start without Richard by her side. Brenda will no longer be a victim of shattered dreams and missed opportunities. Richard is stunned by her decision but comes to terms with the reality of it all. Will Brenda achieve the dreams that have evaded her for so many years? 
can Richard move forward without her? Will the children be able to understand their mother's methods and motivation? When asked why this all occurred, Brenda simply states, I hate him. Get your copy of I Hate Him, an ebook written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere ebooks are sold. Thoughts in the car, where real decision making happens. Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We are talking about 10 ways to improve your writing. We've gone through five, half of the list, and we're counting down. Now let's talk about number five. Number five is creating an outline. You know, before you start writing, you need to plan out your piece by creating a summary of key points and ideas. You know, this will help you keep focused so that your points are clearly expressed. Now, I personally don't do a traditional outline when I'm writing. I use, I do mind mapping. You know, I, I mind map out my mind about almost a whole book so that I already know how it's going to go and what my protagonist is going to do and what my antagonist is going to do and I um, the only part that I don't put on the mind map is the final outcome and the only reason why I don't put a final outcome is because I let the story take the twists and turns and then sometimes it'll lead me in a different direction. Or sometimes I just don't like how it's going to end. And um, I'll rework it um, until I have something that, that excites me for an ending. But the basis, the premise, the conflict, all of that is already mind mapped out. Um, character, character by character and by chapter. Um, and usually that helps me put together in my mind um, an idea of what my cover should look like and you know I visualize my characters and what have you so I mind map I it which is a sort of an outline but it's not the traditional outline that people use um or or that we're taught in school to use so number four research thoroughly you know you got to gather as much information as possible on your topic when you're writing um to present an informed and well-rounded viewpoint especially if you're writing a magazine article. Um, And sometimes that can be a little hard. But also, even if you're just writing a book and you're writing a period piece, you know, you don't want to get the clothing wrong. um, You don't want to get the the technology wrong. um, So you have to do your research because that's that's the one thing that will throw a reader off um, if you get something wrong and it's a period piece. And the first thing they'll say, it's like they'll stop in their tracks. Like, well, you know, they didn't have that in 1975, you know. So you want to make sure you do your research thoroughly so that it's as accurate um, and you're an authority on the subject that you're speaking about. Especially if you're talking about something like um, technology today or politics today you want to be as accurate as you possibly can even though you're giving your point of view um, with the uh, aesthetics of what you're talking about your subject matter then number number three is you got to understand your audience you know you 
you got to know who you're writing for. And you tell your writing to meet their needs and expectations. Now, I'm going to disagree with this one. I mean, it's true, but it's not so true. Because I think first and foremost, you should always stay true to yourself and write for yourself. Because if it's something that you have passion about, then the message that you're trying to convey will come across crystal clear. Especially when you're writing an opinion piece in a magazine article uh, for a magazine of some sort. If you're writing an opinion piece about inflation or about, you know, the job market. So you're taking your personal experience and you're pouring it onto this page. Um, So it's not necessarily, yeah, you're sharing your information and your point of view and your experience, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your audience is going to agree. And they don't have to. They don't have to. That's that's the whole purpose of presenting an alternate idea so that there can be some discussion and uh, some reflection and, and sharing some knowledge. So I, I don't necessarily agree with point three um, in its totality but you should understand your audience if you're writing specifically um, catering to a subject matter for a particular audience you should understand your audience so number two is practice writing (laughs) the more you write the better you'll become You know, take time to write regularly and challenge yourself with new topics and techniques. Now, I do this on a regular basis. I try to, you know, write a blog um, every week. And then I also ghostwrite some blogs for different brands, different companies and what have you. So I'm always, always, always writing something. Uh, And then, of course, I'm journaling as well. So practice writing um, and the better you become it your writing will improve as uh, time goes on it really will improve I can actually say the difference between the first book I put out which was like an essay and the most recent novel um, the last novel I put out it's like night and day now my style I do have a style and it is prevalent from the first to the most recent but my writing the caliber of writing exponentially is higher now than it was um in the beginning so i'm a firm believer firm believer that the 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 effort to continue to write um will improve your writing your ability to write and convey the message and um give you a little bit more finesse um, as you write. Finally, the number one thing a writer can do to improve technique, execution, and build confidence in the work that is created is reading widely and often. You know, reading other people's work can help you to understand different writing styles and techniques to give you ideas for improving your own writing. I I wholeheartedly 100% agree with this. 
you know, my goal for every year is to read a minimum of 50 books across different genres, excluding horror. I can't, I can't get into horror. I don't know about you, but I like to sleep at night. Um, I don't want to become a victim in my dreams because I've read some realistic horror novel. Okay? You can miss me with all of that. Now, on occasion, I have read a horror book or two, but that was at the request of a book club or someone that I knew who wrote a horror story and wanted feedback. Now, on those occasions, <laughs> I read only before 2 p.m. in the afternoon and when I knew I had a variety of other things to do after the allotted reading time to clear my mind. I know, I know it sounds like a lot, and it is, it, it is, I have to decompress after reading horror, but that's why I don't play in that genre unless it's absolutely necessary. Because if it's well-written and it's gripping, then, yeah, it's it's going to stay with me for a while. And I, mm, I can't. I just can't. Um, but, yeah, reading. Last year, I did. I read 75 books in different genres. And I became a fan of at least three new authors that I didn't really, um, I really didn't know well. So, that was a good thing. And this year, I've already... Um, become a fan of someone who's been out for a long time and now I mean this person has a series of books and I'm just like loving it her style the playfulness the the melancholy of her characters um it's great and I'm 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 on her fourth what a fourth book of hers she has like 35 books out and I'm on book number four I'm I'm taking it from the beginning and and, and catching up um so that's probably going to be if I read her whole series I will have done a third of the books read a third of the books that I am scheduled for myself to read this year so hopefully you can apply these tips to improve your writing as a beginner or enhance the work of one of you seasoned writers. Happy writing! Thank you for taking the time to join me for Thoughts in the Car. We would love it if you'd supported the show. Any listener support would be welcome and much appreciated. Click on the listener support button. Give us applause. Send us a message with your point of view. Please take the time to leave your comments as I do read them and will respond. You may even hear me give you a shout out in my next show. Please tell your friends and pass along your favorite episodes as you can find Thoughts in the Car on Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show. You can follow me on Twitter at jyhoward1066. Let's connect on social media. Check out my blog, Janice's Take on It. I hope that you come along for the ride for thoughts in the car.